friends, welcome back to the Millionaire Marriage. And this week we have a super difficult topic for you. Should I leave my marriage? So for full disclosure, um, this type of episode is really challenging. Uh, actually, I was getting stuff prepared for it last night and my wife was at a, she was at like a practice and a Bible study and she come back from the house and I was sitting on her island and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, why? She well, it looks like your blood pressure's up. Like, well, I'm looking at an episode that we're going to record tomorrow and it, it's troubling to even talk about. I think what's sad is that there even has to be an episode on should I leave my marriage or not? And divorce and separation is something that I know far too well. Um, both of my parents have been married and divorced five times. And so it's a difficult topic to discuss. Um, I, I haven't heard any podcasts on this, so I'm assuming a lot of people don't want to talk about it. So I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we're here. I mean, this is, you know, and this is why I think we started this podcast was to talk about issues no one else wanted to talk about yeah. and, and in a you know, very raw, very real manner. Um, my parents were, I don't want to say happily married. They were married um, for many, many years until my dad passed away. My in-laws have been married their entire life. So it hasn't affected me personally yeah. as far as divorce, but definitely I've seen my parents um, and even in my own marriage, right? Have this discussion of like, is this the end or should this be the end of our marriage? And so it, I think it, in most every relationship, even when you go into it, so like Megan and I went into our marriage thinking divorce is not an option. It's never an option. And then we've been pretty open about, you know, within just a year or two, divorce was definitely an option, you know? And it was like, how how do we get here? And then how do we get past this? Yeah. And should we leave? And and one of the, we run several websites and, and some of the common um, ways that people reach one of our websites is by Googling this very same question. Yeah. Should I leave my marriage? What happens if I leave my marriage? How do I leave my marriage? Um, and so it's a very ex- extremely tough conversation yeah. to have, but I think it's one that most everybody's going to deal with at some point in their relationship. And so hopefully we can provide some great resources today. Yeah. And so I think just kind of working, working through some of this, and I know I, I know I've used this on the podcast before, but I'm pretty routinely asked, "Can any marriage work?" Or specifically, "Can our marriage work?" Um, the answer is yes, always. It's the answer is always yes, but it can. Any marriage can work. Is there are there situations that are impossible to overcome? No, and. And I, I mean, I could think of some really horrific circumstances that couples have faced, marriages have faced, and ultimately have been able to come out on the other side of it. I think the challenge, and we talked about this for a good chunk before we hit play uh, or record, rather, um, the challenge is, especially when you come from a Judeo-Christian worldview, uh, the idea of not just separation because that's uh, separation and divorce are different, but divorce specifically, um, when you look at it with the teachings of the new Testament, it gets challenging. Um, and I'm not sure how, how far we're going to go with that. Um, but I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people that have been divorced, remarried, 
Um, but the question for us today is, is should you leave your marriage? So the, and Taylor, I'm curious of your thoughts. And, uh, so just whatever comes to mind, if it, if it goes in the chamber, pull the trigger, uh, how do you know when it's time to call it quits? You know, it's a hard one. Uh, I mean, obviously it's a hard question. I think when you feel like you have a, you have used every single option and resource at your disposal. Yeah. And it is has not gotten better in the slightest. Yeah. Um and, and I say that because you know, there are it seems like any, the public in general tends to make an excuse of, well, they did X, so that gives me the reason to leave. Yeah. Right. Um and we use, I say this a lot, you know, you got to give yourself grace and your relationship with grace. And, you know, there's sometimes, well, you know, I'm an employer just because an employee does something that I don't like or costs company money. I don't just fire them. Yeah. Right. To me, um, that's a learning opportunity. And even Google publicized for a long time, they had like their you know, biggest loser award or something where, you know, whoever made the biggest mistake and not, not on purpose, right? Not that they were making a mistake yeah. on purpose, but they were trying and, made a mistake and and now they're they're a much more valuable employee because of yeah. it and so i think in a relationship and i've seen this in mine and megan's we've faced some really difficult things in our relationship but it's those things that help build our strong relationship now absolutely you know, the diamonds are really formed under pressure and though i hated going through those things when we were when we were going through different different things um, and those conversations were not fun and the work wasn't fun yeah i can see the benefit of it now and so, you know, there's not there's not a one size fits all. This is when you should leave. But at the same time, you know, it, it does take a lot of work. Yeah. And so, when you're in a relationship, whether you know that's, and we see a lot, they cheated, right? Like that. Yeah. That's we see that on a ton. Um, you know, you get into abuse and emotional and physical and financial abuse and um, psychological right. abuse, and you get into I just don't like them. Yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm not attracted to them anymore or they're not help around the house. And you know, they, all these other things, there's a huge long list. But I think from, from my perspective, I, I have to pull some weight in this as well. Yeah. Right. And so what am I doing to help make this marriage better? Yeah. What am, what resources have I used? And, and I've talked to other couples about this. Well, tell me, right. You, you've, you have your degree, you have multiple degrees, you have all this. What's the last marriage book you read? Yeah. Right. Well, I've never read yeah. one. I'm not reading that junk. Oh, okay. Well, that's, let's start there, yeah. right? You, you think it's okay to invest all your time and money in a secular education, but not something that's going to help your marriage. Or, sure. hey, you, you bought a new softball bat for the softball league, or you bought a new gun, or you bought a new video game system. When's the last time you took your spouse on a date? Or yeah. when's the last time you guys invested in a weekend away? Um let's go back to what are you doing to actually work on the marriage as well. Um, and so I, for me, I don't think it's an easy answer, but there's so many resources out there that, yeah. that are built to help them just like we're doing today. Yeah. I think just some of my thoughts and I, you just tagged in with it. I think people are far too often. They're looking for an excuse to leave instead of putting the work in that it takes to make a marriage work. So, and again, we'll, we'll talk from a Christian perspective. Um, we, you know, we know like scripturally though, there's a, there's an out for a marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Sexual immorality. 
the the challenge though, and then I'll, I'm going to say this, and then I want to tag in with the idea behind it. The challenge is Jesus said that the reason why Moses gave you a bill of divorcement was because of the hardness of your heart. It's this idea that I'm I'm un I'm I'm unwilling, not my Me. spouse. Yeah, I'm unwilling to try to make this work. I'm unwilling to offer forgiveness and reconciliation. And so I think when it comes to people leaving their marriage is, I guess my question becomes is, are you just looking for a way out? Are you looking for an excuse? Have you exhausted your resources? Have you guys tried therapy? Have you talked to your pastor? Have you read books? Have you guys gone to seminars? Have you really looked for opportunities to really work on your marriage and to really try to make things work. Have you looked for more opportunities and you have excuses? That's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I think that's where a lot of couples get is we're always looking for an excuse to blame our spouse yeah. for something. Whereas we're not always so open and looking for those opportunities to yeah. help our marriage get stronger. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, And I also wonder about people that are considering leaving their marriage have you t- taken a good look in the mirror yourself? Have you stopped and and looked at yourself and said, what am I doing that's wrecking this marriage? Yeah. Like personally, what am I doing that is driving our marriage towards a brick wall with the gas pedal down? What responsibility do I have right. in this? Yeah, exa- that's exactly right. And self-responsibility, it, it requires you manage your outward actions and your inward perceptions and so when you're looking at you're asking yourself right because this question gets asked like should i should i even be here should i should i stay um i i'm working with with one couple now and and one of the members and i'll leave it gen, uh, gender neutral and i'll just give you the idea behind yeah. it um basically we're saying I'm having to take responsibility because I sh- for my actions because I should have left, you know, ten years ago and I I didn't so now I'm dealing with it. And so the the challenge though is is when you are you're in in a marriage and you're contemplating is this right wrong? Obviously, faith and worldview has has a chunk of this, but then I, what I really would hope our listeners would do if you're finding yourself in that position, I don't know if I should stay. If I should go, I really want you to sit down and take a good look at yourself. The only thing you have to work with is you. I, I, I almost all the couples I work with, I'll tell them, I want you to hold your hand up. And they'll hold their hand up. I said, I want you to take your other hand and just pinch yourself. And I go, like, you feel that? They're like, yeah. I was like, that's all you have to work with right now. That's it. And so really taking a good look in the mirror and saying, what am I doing? Not what my spouse, right? your spouse may have cheated on you. Your spouse may have been neglectful. And we'll talk more about like separation, things like that. They may have been neglectful. They may have, you know, committed financial infidelity. And there are a lot of zeros after that one that they did it with. So there may be a lot of reasons why your spouse is to blame. But then again, you need to look at yourself and say, okay, how have I perpetuated this problem and if you're going well i can't come up with anything you're not looking hard enough no so if you if you look at the man or the woman in the mirror and say what am i doing to wreck my marriage i think that's the question you should ask that's the question you should ask yourself 
before you ask yourself, should I leave right now? Yeah. And I, you know, this is such a very broad topic and people, people reach this conclusion or get to this question through so many different avenues and we there's no way we can discuss all of them today sure um one i'm not qualified to discuss a lot of them but you know we, we do have you know financial infidelity and physical infidelity and we get into you know all the various types of abuse yeah. and um the things that go into that and so well we're, we're trying to focus on all the little details of maybe how you got to this question but what right. you do when you get to this right. question um and, and we don't know the specifics of your situation Correct. we don't know the specifics of your marriage but there is, and I do want to say this just so it's out there. I know there's hope for every marriage. Absolutely. There is. Um, you know, I have seen couples who have went through all kind of things, that just about anything you can imagine, and they have overcame it and become stronger and better and happier. And they, they and happier. <laughs> they're happy. Yes. You know, they're not happier. They're happy in their relationship and with each other. But it does take a lot of work. It takes a lot of grace. It takes a lot of resources, a lot of, in most situations, prayer yeah. right? um, and Bible reading and really diving into what does God have in store for me and my family. Yeah. I want, I, so you just brought up something and it's actually pretty, I think God's timing is pretty amazing with things because this was not in our notes to discuss when you brought up hope. Is there hope for situations? So I was reading, um, in devotion this morning, I was reading a devotional and the first words of the devotion was hope is unquestionably one of the most powerful forces in the world. Wow. As long as a person has hope, they can persevere. Hope enables her heroic efforts in the midst of insurmountable odds. Hope stirs passion. Hope energizes the will. Hope sustains life. Without hope, we are defeated. Our passion will dry up. The will is broken and life seems to have no purpose or meaning. Hope is both powerful and essential. As such, our great enemy seeks to destroy our hope. Man. And wow. I think that's the thing is, and I think that why I'm ha- I have such difficult difficult time with episodes like this is because obviously as a marriage and family therapist, I got in this to see all marriages fixed and whole and healthy and happy. And then as a licensed minister, on the other hand, I mean, I, I, we're in the business of putting people back together, but I do think some people get to the point in their marriage that they, they honestly lose hope that things could ever be different. And so if that's kind of where you're finding yourself, um, do whatever you got to do to stir up hope inside of you again. Um, and that it's not going to fix everything, but it, at least it'll give you the ability to have some meaningful endurance. Cause I have seen, and I know you have as well. I have seen marriages that have been terrible marriages, right? For five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, they go through some really rocky times, but then they come together and they end up having an amazing marriage at the end or in the middle, wherever it may be. And so can marriages work? Yes. Should you leave your marriage? I think there are a lot of other questions you need to ask yourself if you got to this to this particular point, right? And you're going, yeah. man, I've been I've been asking myself that for like six months, should I leave my marriage? 
I think if that's you and you're finding yourself here, there are some other questions you ask yourself. Have I lost hope? Have I exhausted my resources? Am I bitter? What's the reason behind this? Have we tried everything we can try to get to the point where we can at least try to make this work? And like I was saying, I mean, I I know divorce divorce very well. I mean, my my dad has been married uh, again five times, divorced five. Same with my mom. And I don't don't I don't want anyone to misunderstand me. I love both my parents deeply. Um, while they haven't always done the right thing, um, I mean they're they're trying. Um, and so the thing though about about divorce is is the other effects that it has on like your emotions, your kids. And people are going, well, are those good reasons to stay in marriages? Those are good reasons to work on marriages. I like that. Instead of looking for excuses, let's look for how can we make this work. Yeah, uh, We worked with a couple um, who were coming to us with the same question. Hey, should we leave our marriage? Is it time to, I say a couple, one, one uh, member of the couple. And one of our, my first questions was, what, what does it solve? Yeah. Just from a, just let's let's take all emotion out of it. Yeah. Take every piece of emotion out of this this equation. Logically, what does that look like when you leave? Yeah. Because so often I think we we always see grasses greener on the other side. <laughs> right? The grass is always greener on the other side of the fence and everybody else always has it better. And so I sat this person and I said, "What's it what's it look like?" Yeah. Let, let's let's talk about it. Does it solve your money issues? No, right? right. It's gonna it's gonna create more money issues because leaving a marriage, whether you're separating or divorce, is going to cost money. It's not cheap, right? Um, and then what what else? From there? Okay, well, you have to, you know, your spouse never cooks dinner, and you expected dinner to be on the table. Well, guess what? Dinner's gonna fall on you every night from here on out. Right? Yeah. Hey, you, you don't like, you know, the kids are always throwing a fit trying to get ready for bed, and you hate bath time. Well, guess what? Bath time's always on you now. Yeah. And so let's look at logically what this, what does this really look like on the other side? What problems are we solving by leaving the marriage? Because yeah. guess what? Your next marriage or your next relationship isn't going to be perfect either. Right. It's not. Right. It, it, even Prince Charming still has his issues. And so <laughs> right. what, what problems does it solve? Your next relationship is going to take work. Your next relationship may involve therapy. Your next relationship hopefully involves therapy and reading books and yeah. going to marriage seminars and working on your, your relationship as well. So what's stopping us from doing it now? Yeah. What's stopping it from this relationship? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's what you said, right? The grass is green on the other side. It's really funny. I do. I do think that God kind of orchestrates some things. So I, I, uh, I was studying for something completely different and I come across this, um, illustration i don't even know how i come across it it had absolutely nothing to do with what i was what i was studying but it was and i think there's a lot of what you a lot in what you just said there and so maybe trying to add some comedic relief is so there was a cow in a field and the cow was eating its grass and the cow thought to my thought to itself you know what that grass on the other side of the fence sure looks good and so it kept doing that, kept doing that. And uh, it was wandering around the pasture and eventually it found a place in the fence where it could leave. 
and go to the grass on the side. And on its way out, there was a cow from the other side of the fence that found that same hole and was going to his side. And he's like, well, what are you doing? He's like, oh, well, the grass on your side looked looked so much better than the grass on my side. And the other cow goes, oh, wow, well, I, I was thinking the same thing about your side of the fence. Yeah. And so it's this idea that that we're going to f- just magically find something that's different than what we have as if our hu- as if the human condition changes right people are people and we're all people yep uh, um, ronnie mullins wrote a book it's titled people are pitiful and we're all people right so just um, let the people people um but it's it's like this idea that i'm gonna get out of this marriage now again we're, we're not talking about how you got to this point right because yeah. Let me just, I will time out and say, if you're in an abusive relationship, get help immediately. Like pause this episode and make some phone calls so that you, there's no excuse to continue being abused. Yeah, there's a ton of free resources, yeah. uh, no matter any community, right. they're government funded who, right. uh, they're safe houses that are not on maps. So they'll Correct. take care of you and make yep. sure you have the resources so, that you need. So yes. we're not, I'm not talking about those, t- those type of issues. Um, but this idea that, well, I don't like my, my spouse is a jerk. My, you know, my spouse is this or that or the other. And we're pretending, we're pretending that the human condition changes, right? Because just like you, just exactly like you said, what is this going to solve? And if I get to another relationship, is that going to change the fact that they're still human? Like they still are going to stink. They still going to have their own quirks, their own issues, we're still going to have challenges even after. Um, you're you're going to come to whatever next relationship with additional baggage. Right. I, I, I say this to people who are unmarried, but then it also applies to people who are like, oh, I need to just leave this and start, start fresh again. Yeah. Oh, I hate that saying. I'm just, I just need to start fresh. Like, but you're not fresh. Mm-mm. Like, because first family of origin is going to influence you and your past relationships are going to influence you as well. Yep. So just pretend that, well, just because I get a divorce, just because we leave, I'm starting fresh as if you're not going to carry or I'm not going to have, maybe not carry the baggage, right? Cause you can put baggage down, not carry the effects of carrying the baggage. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, instead of always looking or going, okay, well, things are going to be better out there, but out there, well, you're going to have challenges there too, because like I said, looking in the mirror because you're you and how, how do you not know that things you're doing are perpetuating are in So I, I do this a lot with my clients, this whole AB cycle, right? A influences B, B influences a, All right? What came for us? Chicken or the egg doesn't matter. The fact that we have chickens, we have eggs and we have eggs. So we have chickens. And so it's like, how do I know? How do you know? Right, because you're you are uniquely you, and you have your own idiosyncrasies and your own quirks and your own habits and your own whatever it may be that may also be influencing things in your spouse. And so, how do you know that what you're doing isn't influencing them? You don't, but what you do have control over is you. And so, before you go, well, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm going to that greener grass. You want to make sure you're whole before you before you leave or stay and so here's what i tell uh off i tell this to premarital couples but it's like if you have two tornadoes and they merge what do they become a much larger tornado 
And so we pretend that our dysfunctionality will be less together than it is apart. It's actually worse together than it is apart. And so the first thing is looking at yourself going, okay, what am I doing? And what is it going to solve? Is that grass really greener? Or am I just thinking it's greener because I'm in this fence? It's good. And and there are times, and I think what we're both getting to is we have to, you have to fight for your marriage. So, so often. And because we see it on social media and we see um, divorces, quote unquote, simple nowadays, you know, there, there's some states who have made it a breeze. You can file online 30 days. It's done. It's easy. There's nothing to it. Um, we've made it so easy and so transactional that we're looking for this excuse of, they hurt me. They did this. And, And I go back to, all right, well, when, when you got married, most of you said these vows, right. In sickness and in health, rich and poor, you know, all of those things. What, what stopped? Why, why were you, you were committed to saying those things at that time till death do us part. Why now? Um, And and what are we doing to move past this situation? And so um, working on your marriage, fighting for your marriage takes a different approach for every relationship, but a good start is, looking at pod, listening to podcasts, right? Getting resources in your hands, talking with a marriage family therapist, um, you know, opening up and finding those resources. Cause there's more resources available now than there ever have been. Absolutely. When my parents were, were fighting back in the, you know, the seventies, they didn't have the internet to go to. Right. You know, they, they didn't have where they could pull their, their iPhone and, and get any kind of information and any kind of resource. You know, they had to go and actually do additional a lot more right. to get on the same page. Uh, whereas now we, we do have a lot of opportunities. So right. um, Jeremy, anything you want to end us with? Yeah, no, I think just kind of tagging on with what you just said um, is marriage. Is it worth the fight? Yes. Is it worth the effort? Yes. Um, there are a lot of nuances. Why our listeners, if that's where you find yourself got to this point, there's a lot of reasons why um, but I think there are some tough questions to ask, ask yourself, and let hope rise. And so I know we didn't tell you yes or no, whether or not you should leave your marriage. And that was intentional. Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot of things to do before you, you push the exit button. Yeah. And I think uh, if, if you're facing this, if this is a question you have in your marriage right now, or you know, someone that is feel free to reach out to us. Absolutely. Right? We have a ton of these resources here that, that we are used to sending out and giving out. Uh, you can, DM us, PM us, whatever verb you know yeah. term you use. Email us, go on our website. We'd love to connect with you and help you connect with some resources local to your Absolutely. area or provide any advice or guidance that we can. And continue to listen to the show, subscribe, and we will see you next week.